to be good friends But that's all come to an end Hey, 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 lovely people. It is an amazing day to be great. And I'm happy that you're spending that amazing day listening to this podcast. Episode six of We Were the Best of Friends Until We Weren't. This is Gabby Scott, and just wanted to give a quick reminder that now that we were six episodes in, for those just joining us or for those who have been following along every episode, that if you all want to share a story with me, your friendship breakup story, the best way is to direct message me on Instagram at gabscott13, one being Gab. Just shoot me a message that you have a story you want to share with me, or even if you have any feedback or suggestions of things you want to hear on the podcast. I'm pretty active on Instagram, so I will get back to you very quickly. So now we'll welcome our guest for today, the lovely Miss Alicia. Hi, Alicia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. No, just taking things day by day, just picking up new hobbies or sometimes just laying in the bed all day kind of just switches between those two. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I'm doing the same thing. Just trying to do my best to stay a little active at least. Right, not completely just like sit down and be a couch potato, but it's kind of nice to be a couch potato too (laughs) at the same time. Definitely understand. Well, you are telling us about a friend, ex-best friend, well actually C, because I know you said some things kind of changed actually recently. So why don't you first tell us about the dynamic you have with your friend Elliot? So this was kind of all happening like senior year of high school. So it was, you know, a few years back. Um, and everyone this time too, everyone's changing, figuring out their lives, figuring out where they're going to go to school. So I mainly, uh, my friend group um, back home is a lot of um, boys. So, mm-hmm. but so there's this one guy that, or Elliot, um, we were really good friends. Um, we had been good friends throughout high school, and then I kind of got in a relationship as, you know, things happen. You know, you still spend a little less time with your friends, and mm-hmm. so that kind of didn't work out. So senior year of high school, I was, we were getting really close again, um, hanging out all the time. He was kind of like my ride or die kind of person. Like, yeah. we were there for each other, for anything, whatever it was, um, and then one day uh, after graduation, we were going to go hang out with some of our other guy friends, um, and he just ghosted me, mm-hmm. and it was just over all of a sudden, just like that. Um, it was really weird because, you know, we had been spending, him and I, the last couple weeks, um, just not all the time hanging out all the time, but, you know, a good majority of our time hanging yeah. out with just us and our guy friends, and but all of a sudden, one day, we were talking. He was going to come pick me up. We were going to go hang out. And all of a sudden, nothing. It was just radio silence. I tried texting him the next couple of days. And just like that, it was it was over. It was just the oddest thing, too. And this was right before I was going to move to Boulder for college. Obviously, signing this big new chapter. So. Yeah, and literally moving countries. Yeah. Not even just yeah. states or anything, either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like a whole process. But yeah. So was- you probably were even like worried. Like at first when he wasn't answering, you're probably like, did you get in a car accident? Like, yeah. are you okay? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And he just, so did you have to reach out to like other friends to figure it out eventually that like he was fine? He literally was just not yeah. talking to you. Yeah. So I still remember like everything we were talking about that day. Like he was going to go pick up a friend from the airport and mm-hmm. then he was just late. Like, 15 minutes turned to half an hour, half an hour turned to 45 minutes, 45 minutes turned to, okay, like, this is just not happening anymore, I guess. Yeah. 
And then I texted one of my friends. I was like, oh, did he end up linking up with you guys? Like he said, no, he ended up canceling. They knew that he had gone home. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I found out that way that he was fine. But I was definitely worried. I was like, oh, like knowing he was going to the airport, was there a car accident? Yeah, yeah. Something happened with the right. police, maybe. Yeah. I, I like really wasn't sure. But it was just, it was so odd. I just can't imagine. Especially, it's like one thing I feel like if it's just randomly like, okay, maybe you haven't talked. And mm-hmm. then it's just like, naturally he can kind of ghost you i guess mm-hmm. but it's the fact yeah. that like he literally had plans with you and i'm gonna stand you up and then ghost you and not talk to you mm-hmm. and too like i was at first really worried like what did i say wrong like did mm-hmm. i do something that offended him or offended you know our friend group maybe that was one thing i, I was worried about too because you know we were a group of friends but then um I wasn't quite really close with these guys yet I was just kind of getting into the group and then one of them actually reached out to me and was like yo you haven't been coming to hang out like how things with um Elliot um were going and so they were like you know you should come out like we understand that what he is kind of doing was kind of an uh asshole move sorry yeah. <laughs> um, they're like you know just come out hang out with us we don't we don't care you know mm-hmm. we like you so that's nice so he kind of ended up ghosting them too, which was really weird. So, so just really ghost like the entire group. Yeah, but he still had classes with some of them because they mm-hmm. go to the same university, but mm. he kind of ghosted some of them and then ended up really ghosting me. So That's crazy. Okay, and so obviously the friendship breakup story is very short as far as that portion yeah. because it was yeah. like he literally just ghosted you. There was no mm-hmm. lead up and everything. And I'm sure during the time so I know y'all have a conver- had a conversation so we'll get mm-hmm. to that what mm-hmm. was the time frame between like the ghosting and when he finally reached out to have this conversation so he actually reached out to me right as all this coronavirus stuff mm-hmm. was happening so yeah. probably so maybe mid-summer senior year of high school so that was probably like July maybe and then it was probably March or April all of my days and months are kind Right, I I understand. Sometime in the last few weeks, he decided to reach out. So it'd been almost three years, I think. Wow. Yeah, almost three years that he finally kind of reached out to me, and it was, you know, at this point, I'm I've kind of moved on. Uh, It was honestly a big part of my life, and um, thinking about it, there's just so many things that I'm trying to reflect on from him reaching out, and so much of my life I think would be so different if he hadn't done that. So, mm, so it's just a whole process. So what things, okay. So trying to take, so like, even I'm like all over the place. Like <laughs> this is so much like you're trying to heal on your own and then he jumps yeah. back in. A lot of things uh-huh. have changed. So mm-hmm. first, what did he say to you in the conversation when he reached out to you? What did he have to say? So basically he had reached out to me um, and said, he also, too, was going through a breakup, I think. He started dating someone first year. Um, but the breakup wasn't the main reason why he had reached out to me. But um, it was one of the reasons it sparked him thinking about stuff. So he was just went, hey, you, just out of the blue, you know, our last messages were the ghosting of, you know, where are you? Yeah. Like, what's happening? And then he just goes, hey, you. So I've been doing some soul searching. And, you know, the mm-hmm. I've been really thinking about what I – how our friendship ended up and all these things about how that, you know, there, if he, there's one big regret in his life, like this one big thing that he really regrets doing and the way he handled it, you know, he wasn't trying to make excuses for what he did and 
trying to justify it but he kind of just was like you know I'm trying to be a better person and I'm trying to figure out how I could do that and thinking just kind of reflecting back on his life I think Mm -hmm. and he was like this part of my mind was just kept coming back and like not haunting him he didn't he didn't quite say haunting but he was like in other words like that's essentially what it was like Mm -hmm. I was just really you know disappointed in myself for the way that I kind of handled that situation kind of you know it took me a while to realize what was happening and then essentially I just asked him why yeah so he was like you know that's a story for another time and I was like mm. and then he was like you know what no never mind like you know you deserve this three and years later yeah yeah that'd be nice yeah and I, essentially he was just saying you know we got really close again really fast and I am just you know uncomfortable kind of with that and you were gonna leave for Boulder which was inevitable and he I think was insecure about you know not having me around all the time and you know Mm. how that friendship um was gonna pan out because he felt like he was relying on me a lot I guess in like an emotional way maybe um and too I understand sometimes boys are not the best at communicating their feelings yeah communicating their feelings and stuff like that and I think it kind of boiled down to that he wasn't able to communicate that with me and the way he was feeling and that you know his grand solution to it all was just to ghost me right so you think he was basically trying to get ahead of what he thought was gonna happen like inevitable that you guys were kind of gonna be strained friendship anyway since you were leaving so he's like you know what I'm just gonna deal with it now and just cut her off now Mm -hmm. yeah I think he he was worried he was going to be super heartbroken, I think mm. is what he was saying. Um, you know, he just, like you said, was just kind of, I guess, kind of fast forward yeah. that process, which I, I wasn't going to let happen. Like he was such an important part of my life. That, right. You know, I would still want to communicate. Like with people at home, I'm always, it's the same thing. It's Those like are always your people. Leave. Like, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, back to the point of um, him saying that too, like, going back and talking to him has kind of felt like nothing has changed in a weird way, but also that, you know, these past three years, I'm, I'm not like a completely different person. Like I'm still the same person. Yeah, Yeah. I've grown and I'm, I'm, I'm different in ways that, you know, I feel like I've matured and, you know, even my coach has said, you know, from your freshman year, like, you know, there's just simple things like less worrying and stuff like that. No college especially, you know, being a student athlete, moving to a different place, Mm -hmm. um, dealing with all these things with, you know, diversity and being in a new place. Like it's, you know, it pushes you to grow too out of your comfort zone a lot of the time. So So you've literally evolved into, like you said, you're the same person at the core, but like you have Mm -hmm. evolved into a different Mm -hmm. version of yourself, essentially. You know, someone that's, you know, high school, I thought, you know, I was mature, like I was traveling, I was going out of country to go to school and all that stuff. (laughs) But, you know, like, even looking back, like, I wasn't as, you know, grown as I thought I was. And I still mm-hmm. am not now. Like, I'm sure I'll look back three years from now and be like, oh, I thought I was grown, but I really wasn't. Really wasn't. But, right. So do you think, so what was your response then to what he said? Were you like, okay, that makes sense. Let's be friends again. Mm-hmm. Or what was that like? I kind of, yeah, I responded and like, yeah, I would love to, when I get back home, you know, I'd love to catch up with you. And he kind of responded with, no, like, I want to know everything now. Like, tell me about your whole life that's happened in the last three years. And I was like, I was kind of torn because I was like, you know, you ghosted me for three years. Like, I don't know how I feel about that, but kind of. Uh, you missed him at the same um, time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
also what's that saying um better late than never right you know right. at least he's you know he's come and he's grown up and like understanding I mean for me at the beginning I when st- when things went not south but when he goes to me I was it was easy for me to be angry about it and not be hurt mm-hmm. as much you know it's easy to just blame him be like oh what an asshole like blah blah blah, blah rather than saying oh this really hurt my feelings mm-hmm. so understanding that on his side too like you know he has to take that courage to admit that you know I was an asshole and that this was not the right thing to do and it, you know it takes courage to come out to someone that you haven't spoke to in three years and like mm-hmm. say that I was wrong and like these are how I was feeling granted you know he could have handled the situation better but um it's hard because you know if he were to ask me like if I would want it to happen all over again or if I wanted him to mm. say all these things or go back and you know communicate that I I don't know if I would say yes you know right. because so much of my life kind of has changed upon that moment and and two like I was kind of think of it as relationship wise like if someone had done that to me you know if or that someone had done that to one of my friends what would I say like just go be friends with this person or Mm -hmm. you know they kind of did you did you wrong like you know and it's 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 a weird balance I'm trying to still figure out like weeks later after talking to him and it feels like nothing has changed but at the same time I'm like like yeah, so, like, part of you is obviously, I can tell you're trying to take the mature route of seeing, like, mm-hmm. right now, the fact that you even, like you said, he grew out of that, he's willing to apologize, like, a lot of people mm-hmm. can't even do that, I feel like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, some people just try to come back in, and that's it, and they'll just try to talk, and it's like, whoa, you were gone for three years, like, we're not about to just pop in and act like yeah. everything's okay, so I see you trying to respect that, but like you said, it's just figuring out, are you okay with it within yourself? It's not even, mm-hmm. I don't think it's exactly. even about him anymore for you. It's exactly, like, am yeah. I okay with just accepting this person back to my life who greatly affected me because they just left out of nowhere? Mm-hmm. And two, like, I'm trying to take the left out of nowhere, like, in the positive side too. Like, negatively, like, it was shitty of him to do. Mm-hmm. But positively, like, there's so many, like, you know, even thinking to like how different my freshman year would have been, like, would I have been on FaceTime with him all the time and not going out and making all the friends that I would have made or, you know, like even my friends at home, I got really close with them. And this past summer, hanging out with all of these guys, you know, it's done so much for my confidence Mm -hmm. and like dealing with like insecurities, whatever you want to call it. You know, I've, that's also pushed me as a person, like if that had not happened, you know, Mm -hmm maybe I wouldn't be who I am today, like, 100%, like, maturity-wise, you know, but, and that's the thing, too, like, I'm strong, like, you know, he's kind of done all these positive things for me, too, in a way that it's not all negative, so I'm trying to, like you said, it's just an inside battle of, 100%, and I think, too, I, a lot of it is also, like, in a weird way, it could be image, you know, like, do I want to look like the person that just, you know, let this person, like, forgiveness is easily, like, forgive, don't forget, right? Yeah. But I don't, do I want to look like the person that kind of just rolls over and this person says, sorry, let's like, they back really in. hurt me, but yeah. lets them back in, or it's, it's kind of like, you know, like, screw you, you kind of did me dirty, like, yes, you apologize, but, you know, I can't forgive you and forget, you know, like, who's to say this isn't going to happen again in mm-hmm. the future? So but, you think... So now you've been home. Have you seen him since you've been home? I saw him briefly. He actually, um, 
he and his friends were making homemade beer. So he had dropped off okay. a bottle for me when I was actually in self-isolation. So I hadn't seen him, but I'd taken the bottle back uh, to him. And it was such an odd interaction where it felt like back to the point where like nothing had changed. You know? Wow. Okay. You know, I gave him a hug and I was like, this is just so odd. Like mm-hmm. this was someone I used to spend every day, almost every day with. And right. then suddenly I'm, I move away and and three years later it's and he wants to hang out more now granted like he wants to get to know me better again and you know who you are now yeah Yeah. and it's and it's and then to say like who knows like even now like we'd still be friends like Mm -hmm. you know the people that we are now maybe aren't you know people that are compatible for a friendship so right it's still still everything's very surface level but it's just it's an odd, it was just such an odd situation that yeah going sure. from angry to sad to you know do I forgive you like do I, I have forgiven him I think mm-hmm. I have you know I'm I, I accepted that you know this is also part of his journey of growing too right that right you know, so that's very mature of you because I feel like you're giving him not the benefit of the doubt that's not the way to put it but it's just like you said like mm-hmm. also keeping in mind that he's growing too and having to learn mm-hmm. and people just grow and realize things at different points and mm-hmm. I feel like at this point for you it's not I don't think it's even going to be like we are not friends at all or we're going to go back to how we were I think you guys are just going to have to stay in that like middle place for a little yeah. bit because you are going to naturally have a wall up and kind of just be mm-hmm. wary like you were able to ghost me like it was nothing and who's to say yeah. that you couldn't do that again so it's just mm-hmm. it can't fully go back to the way it was but like so I can forgive you and we can be cool it's just has to may have to take time to, to build that trust again yeah for sure and too like even with the distance now like when I go back to Boulder to say you know like mm-hmm. mess like obviously now with modern technology you can just send a message to someone right. and look at it instantly but who's to say like oh maybe just because I was coming home for the summer it's easier mm-hmm. for him to be like oh you're here this is convenient for me you know it's right. just all these angles that I'm seeing it from is just I'm trying not to overthink it like you said you know I think it's going to stay in that kind of middle zone for a while but who knows really <laughs> I understand about the overthinking stuff. yeah I understand yeah. The overthinking so I'm like that too because you're thinking like okay what are they thinking what are their possible intentions what are mm-hmm. my intentions I don't know mm-hmm. I am everywhere exactly yeah <laughs> so I 100% agree and understand so do you believe that you kind of got the closure you needed once you reached out to you and now in the situation mm-hmm. yeah I definitely think I got the closure um that I needed too because and the day, I really never knew if I had done something wrong. Was it because maybe I was giving off maybe feelings and he thought something mm-hmm. like was more was happening or, you know, like all these situations obviously were going through my head. So I think I definitely got that kind of like closed chapter on that. You know, I had kind of gotten over it when I got to school. Obviously, it was a distraction mm-hmm. in, a, in a big grand scheme of it like going to college was moving to boulder kind of was a big distraction from that you know it helped a lot yeah yeah it helped you know that I was moving on to this new place with new people and new opportunities and I kind of grew from that and said you know what if he doesn't want to be a part of this next chapter of my life then you got it that's fine I got I gotta do what I gotta do right Mm -hmm. um so that I think knowing why it happened kind of has put a big just a big grand flip of the chapter on it so I definitely think I've gotten some closure but still yeah wondering right and that's good because I feel like 
closure also means different things to different people because some mm-hmm. people it's like we haven't spoken in months and or years now casual conversation okay I at least know we're cool for that that's closure mm-hmm. and some people mm-hmm. it's I want a full discussion I want to know why mm-hmm. why did this go this yeah. way what were you feeling so I feel like for mm-hmm. you it was kind of that second thing where it's like you wanted yeah. to hear from him what happened like and why mm-hmm. so I think that's I'm glad you got that closure because really, yeah really me important. too and too, like for me as a, like just as a person on a human level, I often look for answers that are black and white and I don't do very well with kind of gray areas of like, right. is it this, is it that? I don't really know. So I can be like, kind of like that too. Like, just tell me, like, I think that's when you're kind of like a more mm-hmm. blunt person. It's like, I'd rather you just, you would have literally looked at me like, I'm scared that we're going to be friends anymore. So I just don't want to be friends or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that he left you in just this, I don't know, mm-hmm. land is trash <laughs> so I understand yeah. the fact that now you said you're black and white we know what happened and but I guess it's kind of difficult at the same time because you're kind of still back in that gray area with him yeah now trying to figure out how to move accordingly mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. and I think too it's more of my side of figuring out mm-hmm. I think he's already decided that you know he wants to be good friends again if that's possible and and he's not trying to push me either I don't think you know he respects that you know that I should be cautious of kind of, you know, especially what of what what's happened, which makes it even difficult to kind of figure out how I want to navigate this space because he's mm-hmm. so open and you know, it'd be easier if he was just like, yeah, I just need to get this off my chest so I can move on. Like if he and did it for a selfish it. reason, mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be easy. But, you know, it's, I think too, it just comes down to how I feel about it in the long run, I guess, you know, time yeah. will only tell like, so and you got plenty of time right now. So yeah. <laughs> to think about a it. lot of time to think about stuff. Oh, yeah. So tell me then like, some of the lessons you learned from the situation. I think, too, like one thing that I was really bad at um, and probably still am bad at is kind of just letting things go and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to kind of put stuff in the past that's in the past. And I think that this has really helped me kind of, you know, I wasn't going to get an answer. Like I said before, I'm, I'm a really black and white person. I like when things are either this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, dealing with this was kind of, you know, my first big thing of no closure, go. nothing. Mm-hmm. I just kind of had to move on, let it go. Like there's nothing I could do about it, mm-hmm. really, you know. So. Um, and there's a lot of power behind that, too, to have that mm-hmm, ability. Mm-hmm. That really is something that's very yeah. difficult, but powerful to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Like being able to just kind of pick up from that. And I think this kind of all kind of happened at the same time for me because um, I've recently like gone through a pretty shitty breakup Mm -hmm. earlier that year and I was still kind of getting strung along. And at that point, you know, some people realize like, you know, you don't deserve this, you know, time to pick up and move to your next chapter. Mm -hmm. And that's moving to Boulder and all that stuff was a big part of me being able to do that and seeing that there's so many more people and, you know, there's so many more people that I can make connections with, not even just like talking about the relationship part, but like mm-hmm. friendships, like, yeah. you know, college is, it's a good time to meet people. And, you know, you're in this big pool of especially athletes too, you know, mm-hmm. but definitely that and just learning, I think, too, trying to see both sides of a story. I think mm-hmm. even though I was picking up and trying to move on from that, I was just trying to think about, you know, maybe there was something going on with him and trying to be understanding to, you know, to the other side. Maybe I don't understand it or 
nor do I agree with it, but mm-hmm. trying to see from someone else's perspective. Yeah. I think that's also kind of helped me grow too, you know, like in a level you can deal with that every day, you know, with mm-hmm. team situations, you know, girls are grumpy and upset with each <laughs> other and just trying to understand from both sides. Okay. Why is this person saying this mm-hmm. and acting this way, you know? So I think just in general, that's been really helpful as well. I definitely, so. I definitely agree with that. Cause I've just have personally found myself in that situation a few times recently because I just moved to Florida and so I'm like mm-hmm. meeting new people and trying to figure out you know other people have been around each other for a long time and new friendships and everything and that's something that I've had to learn like relearn almost is like some people's perceptions can be so different from yours and like you'll look at the situation mm-hmm. and when you hear how they saw the situation you're like were we even seeing the same situation but that's just reality mm-hmm. and people's perceptions are going to be the reality yeah. so like you said it's just like understanding that some people see things differently mm-hmm. and you have to be able to respect that and you have to be able to work yeah. with that mm-hmm. and to like grow, coming from that too like um I think something that I realize is you know you're always you're gonna be the bad guy in someone's story you know mm-hmm. you can't you can't be uh, like a good part in everyone's story and granted like I'm probably a bad part in a lot of people's story because you know conflicts happen they yeah. happen right mm-hmm. exactly so just learning I think too, being a real people pleaser in high school, learning that, you know, you know, maybe I will be the bad guy in his story, you know, and if that's who I am, then that's, that's that's who I am. I can't, mm -hmm. you can't go back and change anything, you know, that's, that's super important. Because like you said, that's, it's going to happen. And we try not to, but I feel like that's a sense of relief when you kind of just accept that that you can't please Mm -hmm. everyone, even when you think you do the right thing and have the right intentions, people get hurt and people get offended and things like that. So those are all really good lessons. Yeah. Awesome. So they're all kind of related to the same thing, but they were definitely things that helped shape me. So I guess they're <laughs> here. This is you now. Yeah. And, I, and I like just kind of what you said too. Like a lot of things would not have happened if like you all had stayed friends. Like you grew so mm-hmm. much from it. And I think that's just the most important thing too. When you lose mm-hmm. people, whether it's a relationship or a friendship, is mm-hmm a lot of times we would not have grown or done certain things if we still had those people and everything. So I like, I really like what you had to say about that. So I'm glad I'm interested. I think we'll have to honestly do like a follow-up on this in like a few months or a few weeks of like where you two are at, because I feel like just Mm -hmm. so much can happen. It's such because now with this, you know, Corona stuff, you're going to be home. Now it's technically summer anyways from school. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. a lot can happen between you two. So we might have to do a revisit reunion on this topic yeah. I'm, I'm no I'm gonna be interested I'm sure the listeners will be too <laughs> yeah it's just a, such an odd odd situation it's funny it is it is and that's that's life like you said it's just yeah exactly I think this one is interesting because like you said it's ongoing everyone else so far it's been like mm-hmm. okay ended this is where we're at we don't really talk or whatever mm-hmm. you it's like you're literally in it still it just revived mm-hmm. itself from the dead of three years ago so yeah yeah <laughs> And it's funny too, just my friends are all trying to, you know, navigate how to help me navigate this Mm -hmm. because they knew, some of them knew like the situation and some of them didn't. Right. But it's just, it's funny just trying to see what their reactions are too, kind of. Right. And it kind of shows also how other people, I guess, felt about him as well, like in high school. You know how everyone, especially is just like, oh yeah, we're all friends. Friends. And it's like, actually didn't really like him that much anyways. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's it's just an interesting space for sure. So. It is, it is. I appreciate you coming on here and sharing your story about him and everything. Like I said, I will definitely be checking in probably in a few weeks or a couple months just to see where y'all are at and 
hear about all that, but I'm glad I get to because obviously now I've known you since when you first came to college and obviously mm-hmm. now I've been out of college for a year, but even now I can still see your growth and everything too. And just, you just seem more free and I love it. And yeah, I'm so happy yeah. for you that you have that feeling and have that power to be free. Mm-hmm. One thing that you said to me that kind of has pushed me to, you know, be more involved and, you know, realize that I'm a part of this big student athlete community. I know not everyone that's listening is probably is, but I know, you know, it's that in itself has even helped me with this situation because now I'm even more confident and like, yeah. I'm just doing my thing. Like there's not, <laughs> not much else that I can do is, yeah um, I'm so glad I'm so glad yeah just literally in that time too that we were all together doing you know sack and everything just Mm -hmm. I saw that growth in you it makes me feel fuzzy and warm inside (laughs) that you just said that and that stuck with you so I'm glad and just keeping you keeping a rock star and do what you got to do I know that's your spirit and everything like don't let anyone ever dim that light don't ever let that happen Thanks. I appreciate it. Especially coming from you, our fearless president. <laughs> of <the> I <laughs> yeah. I oh yeah, I was so intimidated by you at first. I was like, oh gosh, like no. I just sit next to her this afternoon. I was so nervous. This is the only chance left. What am I gonna do? Oh my gosh. No, but then hopefully when I started talking, you're like, oh, she's actually like smiles a lot. She's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I've yeah. gotten that my whole life that people are like, until you start smiling and speaking, I was like, oh, this girl's like mad mean, like, or she just does not care. I was like, no. I don't think, for me, it wasn't mad mean. I was more like, I think, intimidated by your level of success and your poise and how, mm-hmm. like, you held that power so gracefully. Thank and, you know, you. you were great. Like, you know, you left your legacy at CU. And it just, all of that, I think, too, is something that, you know, I'm trying to do as well. And just someone who's, you know, been there, done that, and are, is still doing that is, no, I think I it was more fear out of respect for everything mm-hmm. that you had done and stuff like that, you know. But thank you. It's intimidated. <laughs> I was. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad that intimidation turned to inspiration for, like you said, for you to set, blaze your own path and do what you need to do and accomplish your things and just have poise and power. Because at the end of the day, like we carry ourselves and we make what whatever situation we want in our direction you know, like whatever you want things to be friendship wise, your success, whatever, it's completely up to you. Mm -hmm. And you just have to take advantage of opportunities and learn from the failures and learn from the mistakes and everything. It seems like you got that down. It takes a lot. Sometimes it takes people a long time to realize that. So I'm proud of you for that. And I thank you so much for that feedback and listening and coming on here. So thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. I'm glad I could be on your podcast. Honored, to be honest. But <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. And I hope you all enjoyed listening to um, this episode with Alicia about her friendship breakup. And we will definitely be back from her to hear a checkup. So thanks, guys. In the beginning, we were inseparable to become one. Now a season's over. Absence is your trophy